On today's episode, we are going to take a closer look at NVIDIA. The company did report earnings yesterday after the market closed. Unfortunately, if you were watching yesterday, the stock dropped under 6-7% after hours. But as I am recording, the, that has changed, right? The stock is actually up right now, up a few percentage points. So what I want to do on today's episode is take a closer look at their earnings there were obviously some concerns in both sides there are definitely some bearish concerns that we're going to talk about but obviously there are some kind of strong bullish points for the company right now if this is your first time here make sure to hit the thumbs up make sure to hit the subscribe button check out the pinned comment for a lot of great info and the link to my new tech channel so let's get started i do want to thank the motley fool for sponsoring this video and make sure to check out fool.com jose to get the top 10 stocks to buy right now all right so the first First thing they mentioned is they did deliver a strong record quarter driven by record revenue in both data center and gaming um, even though with kind of all these back challenges in macroeconomics total revenue was 8.3 billion that was up eight percent sequentially and 46 percent up year over year the data center has become their largest market out of that 8.3 billion dollars in revenue 3.75 billion came from data center this is the first time data center has become the biggest player and i do believe for numerous numerous quarters this is going to be the case gaming is still there is uh 3.6 billion this quarter and it was up both sequentially and yearly management did say that the data center market is continues to see strong momentum going forward and this is why i believe this is going to continue to be a huge player for the industry now if we take a closer look at the gaming side the gaming side like i mentioned 3.6 billion dollars in revenue and did rise six percent sequentially and 31 percent year over year but they do mention that they are seeing softness and i do believe this is what kind of might have gave some form of weakness of the price after hours so first is softness in parts of europe related to the war in your Ukraine and the second thing is parts of China due to the COVID lockdowns. So first, the kind of Ukraine war is affecting them in numerous ways. First, uh, they had to cut off Russia, uh, sales in Russia, and they do mention that total revenue in Russia is about 2% for their total revenue, but for the gaming market is a little bit higher. So that's why they believe there is some strong softness in the gaming market. The second thing they mentioned is, they didn't mention here, but they mentioned it in their earnings call later on, is the kind of demand decreasing from crypto miners at the moment at, and the third they they do mention is a lot of this stuff with covid lockdowns in china is affecting things like supply so the softness is a mixture of both demand and supply happening right now they do mention that the gaming market is still healthy right even though with the decrease of crypto miners there's still a huge growth of gamers out there that still haven't upgraded their 3000 series the second thing is content creators are also becoming a thing nowadays um and that's also going to be driving or kind of helping offset some of the softness at the end of the day there might be some form of sequential decrease in revenue in the gaming market in my opinion i don't think that's a big big deal for any form of sell-off uh, especially with new generation of cards coming in later this year next if we take a quick look at professional visualization we can see that's up year over year but unfortunately down quarter over quarter they do mention a few things in the earnings call the first thing is that the demand remains strong as enterprises continue to build out their employees remote office 
infrastructure to support hybrid work. The second thing they talk about here is their Omniverse software and how it's being used by a lot of big players. For example, Amazon is using it to kind of optimize intelligent robots. Kroger is using it to kind of optimize store efficiency with Digital Twin. PepsiCo is doing uh, a bit of Digital Twins to improve efficiency. Uh, So we can see this Omniverse is becoming a good player for the company in the long term of things. Taking a quick look at the automobile industry, this is their smaller segment right now, and it is down quarter over quarter, but up year over year. They do mention that right now, the their Oren chip, which is the chip that's going to go in a lot of autonomous vehicles, and that's also being used for a lot of robotics, is expected to kick off a major product cycle with kind of revenue ramping up in quarter two and beyond. So I do believe the automobile industry is going to become a nice player for NVIDIA in the long term of things, and we're going to start seeing that revenue growth next quarter. All right, so now if we take a quick look at data center, like I mentioned, now the biggest part of the revenue, up 15% quarter over quarter and up over 83% year over year. They do mention that revenue from hyperscale and cloud computing customers more than double year over year, driven by strong demand for both external and internal workloads. They do mention that right now, customers remain supply constraints, and that's why they believe that the data center market is still has many, many quarters to grow. Some cool things NVIDIA is doing here in the data center market is first their Mellanox. They do have a nice networking switch that customers continue to choose. The second thing is they are kind of doing a lot of these super pods and these super pods allow for awesome cross-selling opportunities. NVIDIA does believe the second half of this year is going to be a huge moment for the company as a lot of new products are released. During the second half is when we're going to start seeing a little bit more about the kind of their new hopper architecture GPUs. Uh, So that's going to be amazing. And in the first half of 2023, we are going to see kind of the uh, their Grace CPU. So a lot of great products are coming out for this company that will continue to drive revenue um, growth. The company also shared a lot of information about their gross margins that I believe investors should understand. So gross margins were 67.1%, up 90 basis points from a year ago and 10 basis points from a quarter ago. They believe that even though they are seeing a lot of these rising costs of supply chain and other type of pressure, it is pretty impressive that they are still able to offset that and still see a growth in gross margins. The second thing they mentioned is they believe as software becomes a bigger portion of their revenue, that gross margin is gonna continue to increase and i want to say those gross margins are already impressive enough the company does mention uh, i do want to say this is also causing some fears here for the company that they have been very successful in hiring so far but are now slowing down these new employee the hiring of new employees some people might see that as a bearish point but the company says hey right now we just kind of really want to work on where we're setting this kind of huge engineers that we just hired the second thing is allows them to focus on budget and to focus more importantly on their existing employees making sure they're able to to give them a nice amount of races as we kind of see this kind of both market where big tech are poaching uh, one another and the second thing is high inflation persists so i do believe this is the smarter move to make sure your current talent stays with the company they do mention this quarter they purchased about two billion dollars of stock and they still have about 15 billion to go through till december of 2023 i'm pretty sure with prices at these levels the company will continue to buy even more and more shares they did give guidance like i mentioned earlier on and guidance is probably the biggest reason the stock was kind of down after hours let's take a closer 
closer look as i am recording this episode the stock is now up almost two percent so pretty insane so they gave a guidance of about 8.1 billion dollars unfortunately that would be down quarter over quarter but it will still be up hugely year over year i do believe what many investors are fearing is that hey are we going back to the semiconductor market which is very very cyclical where you have one strong quarter then you see a dip then maybe another increase i do want to say no a lot of these stuff are happening due to numerous macroeconomics and things happening around the world it's not completely business related um so i could be wrong right but i do believe the semiconductor market is still pretty impressive and any dips like we saw after hours are great buying opportunities this is a stock that right now around these price points 150 160 170 in the low mid 100s is very very attractive this is a company that i believe in the long term of things right it, this could easily be a trillion dollar company down the road this doesn't mean it can't go lower right the stock price can continue to drop but i do believe this is a company that i am willing to hold through numerous numerous ups and downs so i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode take care have a good day and see you next time